0: Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk, Step It. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So, download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode.
1: Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Erin, and Ricky, who are following the WW plan. I'm the Ricky part of the trio. Each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we've struggled with. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just Real Talk. Because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On this episode of Real WW Talk, Candice and I discuss the importance of staying focused on the non-skill victories that are ahead of us as we face the upcoming challenges of the holiday season. Ready? Let's talk.
2: Hello, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Candace. And I'm Ricky. And you see, our, we're missing Erin today. And that is okay. Erin has been busy, busy. It's fundraising season. She has a lot going on. So we are happy to hold down the fort, Ricky. You know it's always great to talk to you. So you too, Candace. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> now, oh my gosh, we are getting towards the end of September. Like it's crazy. It's flying why? by. Just talk. Time is flying so quickly. How has your past week been since the last time we spoke? Have you had any candy corn? (laughs) The big rage in the Facebook group. So I had to check,
1: see if you've had any yet. Not yet. I'm sure that when I have it, I'll enjoy my few pieces and move on. (laughs) But um, it's been a good week. I've been keeping busy. It's hard to believe we're like, you know, almost a month into the school year. Um, It feels like I was just starting, but you know, I can't complain the weather's getting cooler, so it's not as uncomfortable to go outside or go for a walk. Um, how about you?
2: You know, I have been like hardcore preparing for this step bet. So uh-huh. I made a, like the moment that we said that we were doing this and we announced it, I've been intentional about getting 10,000 steps a day. I love it. I've been using that. Uh, Ricky posted in our Facebook group about an app called Step Dog, which... <laughs> allows you to have this dog that if you have an Apple Watch, Mm -hmm. it's one of the screen savers or one of the screen faces Mm -hmm. that has a dog on there that gets upset with you if you don't hit your step goals throughout the day. And then when Mm -hmm. you do hit your step goals, he goes to sleep. So it has been super motivating for me because I don't Mm -hmm. like seeing the dog upset and um, I need to train. And I was excited because Apple Watch told me that there's been a change in my step average
1: Mm. and
2: I'm seeing the benefits of it. Like, I'm like, why do I keep needing these little things to do what I know
1: is good for my body? But the thing I love about that app too, is that like my goal is set to 8,000 right now. So I don't have to set it to 10 because you know, not only did I not want to mess with my numbers before, because I I think that can happen that like the step that can adjust your. I think once it's set, once you join and it's set, it
2: doesn't change, but for future ones. Right. Future ones.
1: Yeah. So I, I just also was like, you know, wanting to ease myself into, to increasing my steps. So you know, it's nice to be able to, to select your step goal for the day even. Yeah. Um, so the dog can be happier with you if you decide you only want to walk 5,000 steps one day. Yeah.
2: Look, whatever it takes. It's kind of like, you know, to me, step dog is kind of like the plant nanny. Mm-hmm. for Water, you know, it's something to to make it fun. Because if you don't naturally like getting steps, uh, it's something to motivate you. And I found mm-hmm. that I have been more intentional because a lot of people are asking, what am I going to do to hit these goals that we're setting for ourselves? Um, And things like parking farther away from a store, like usually we're looking for that parking space that's really close. Like I've Mm -hmm. been parking further away. I've been taking the steps, you know, all those little changes really make a difference. And I did play Erin's game that she told us about that uh, (laughs) game. What is it called? Game Connect or Oh, my goodness.
1: I think something
2: like that. I can't it's, remember. It's the name. fantastic. You listened to the previous um uh, thing. Well, Active Arcade. That's okay. What it is. <laughs> That's another way because you're chasing after these things. But enough mm-hmm. about steps. Enough about steps. <laughs> uh, it was making me think you and I were talking a little bit before we got on today about mm-hmm. not just with the change in the seasons, but this is like an opportunity for those non-scale victories, like what yeah. I just shared, with my step increased, my you know my steps going up because it's getting cooler mm-hmm. because I'm making an effort. I'm really looking forward to some non-scale victories during yes. the holiday season. And you mentioned mm-hmm. something that I thought you might want to share with everybody.
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking about one of um, one of my friends today. Shared a picture. Just she texted it to me, and we ta- both talked about flying and you know just having that uncomfortable moment of feeling like you might need a seatbelt extender. And, you know, she had had one before and I got to the point where I probably needed one, but didn't ask for one. Cause I didn't want to. Um, and she went on a flight this weekend and she didn't need the seatbelt extender. And I mean, I was just so happy for her. I know she was excited. Um, you can just feel that just excitement and pride knowing that like, You know, you know, your weight's going down. You know, you're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing as a weight watcher uh, when you're in that group. But sometimes it takes a little while to see the non-skill victories. Um, I don't know about you, but I've had that happen with clothes. I've been losing weight recently and it's been a really good feeling, but I haven't really noticed a huge difference in my clothes. But this is just an example of, you know, where you may not see some non-skill victories. There are other places where you can see them.
2: Yeah. And, and I think it's so necessary because we're looking for things to keep our momentum going. And sometimes we've only ever used the scale. Like I told really. you, we've fallen into, fall into that trap. You know, did the scale go down this week? That's how I know if I'm okay. Mm. Or if the scale went up, then what's the point? <laughs> Non-scale victories as you know, those that aren't related to the scale or to inches really help you stay the course. Mm-hmm. And for those of us like, you know, who who are bigger girls and it takes maybe some more time mm-hmm. for us to see the changes. Cause I, I say it takes about 30, a good 30 pounds yeah. for me before I'm like, okay, I can feel it in my clothes mm-hmm. or I can see I might feel it a little bit, but mm-hmm. before I get to that 30, I need something to keep me
1: going. Yeah, it's so true. I'm glad you brought that up. That's exactly what I've noticed with the clothes. Like, you know, We like to put numbers to things like, oh, 20 pounds is a dress size or 15 pounds or 10 pounds. Yeah, if you're a size eight and you're trying to lose a little bit of weight, for you, 10 pounds might be a dress size. But if you're a size 20 and you're trying to lose a dress size, it could take you that 30 pounds to get down. I feel like it's not talked about enough. And what do you do in that moment when you're in between, when you know you've lost 25 pounds, but you're like, I'm still wearing the same jeans. <laughs> like, when am I going to see this result? Yeah. When, what do you do
2: to keep yourself motivated? And like mm-hmm. I said, that's why I do think that we need to like actively seek out those non-scale victories, not just like help mm-hmm. them happen and kind of, but what did I do? What have I seen as a change? For me, some of the non-scale victories, other than the walking that I've recently done, that have made me very proud is, you know, the morning exercise has always been my big thing. You know, I'm back Mm -hmm. on the bike in the mornings, creating that consistent routine, but I'm also cooking more at home and I'm saving money. So the the victory in my pocketbook is something that I also am celebrating even until I'm able to see more of the physical changes. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see the effort that I'm putting in and how it's positively impacting other areas of my life.
1: Yeah.
2: Don't you always see that there's a connection between like how you're doing with food and
1: your money? Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Because a lot of times when I was eating out a lot, you know, it wasn't planned. It wasn't something that I budgeted for because I didn't want to be eating out a lot because it's not part of what I determined to be. Um, a healthy pattern for myself. Yeah. So I did not want to budget for that, but then I would end up, you know, not wanting to eat at home or being picky about what I wanted and impulsive, that impulsivity of like, Ugh, I don't want that. I'm just going to do this. It's late. I'm going to go pick up something from McDonald's. And it's impulsivity with my spending, but also impulsivity with my food choices that gets me into trouble. And it's like a cycle because, you know, once I make the one choice, let's say it's an impulsive, food choice at work, I think it makes it, unfortunately, a little bit easier to make that impulse of food choice on the way home. Um, So breaking that cycle is really huge. And um, it's been great to start a year and feel like the cycle is, is broken. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I think there's something about audibly saying it to somebody else when you do have that non-scale victory that helps it too. you know, like whether it be your accountability partner, whether I talk to you and Aaron and say, oh, my goodness, I just want to let you know that I I didn't stop by the fast food place. I just Mm -hmm. went home like those people who know what that is and get it. And for you, if you don't have an accountability partner, you can go to our Facebook group. I mean, there's seven point three thousand others who get you and understand and who are willing to celebrate you. I think we do that quite well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also connect in our Instagram page, but it's it's a great way to get that reinforcement to keep you going because I'll tell you, I I think especially during the holiday when there's so many things that can trip you up, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's a focus during this time period on food and on using it and celebration and the way we celebrate is usually with food Mm -hmm. that um, the scale is usually the last thing that we're thinking (laughs) about. And we're usually lamenting our choices Mm -hmm. and not really having feeling like we're needing to wait, you know, until the new year to to, to really look for those non-scale victories. I'm trying to remind myself it doesn't have to be that big too. My therapist has been working with me on that because I think I'm a go bigger go home person mm-hmm. which works in some ways but like here it doesn't an example would be she told me that my win for the day that I should celebrate is just making it to 5 pm having tracked my food honestly That's good yeah like I didn't say that you had to stay within your points I just said that by 5 p.m you are still aware and tracking. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's a win and you should celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Something about the non-scale victory being that small, but being able to say, I'm okay with doing that mm-hmm. has been really helpful for me because it's allowed me to let go of this perfection
1: tendency that you know that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's a great one. And I think going along with that, you know, it, it's easy for us to compare ourselves to other people, but, you know, and it's not always healthy for us to compare ourselves even to our past selves but i i think about how this year i've really worked on just eating less and how that's helped you know i'm still working on the quality of the food that i eat i still eat more processed and frozen foods but when i think to last year and then i think about comparing it to this year going into the holidays i'm confident that my plate will be a little smaller and that i'll be eating a little bit less even if i'm still eating the frozen foods or eating things that are processed. I'm working on eating more green things and fresh things too. And we're all works in progress. Like you, you talk about the perfectionism. Mm -hmm. I, am not going to change to, to being a plant-based diet, you know, whatever (laughs) keto type eater overnight. Um, And for me, maybe that's not a reality, but I can make those approximations towards, you know, the goals that I want. Talking about that 1% from, you know, Atomic Habits, I can make those changes and see the difference from last year to this year.
2: Yeah. And I think that when you look at the yo-yo effect, which I know you and I both have
1: mm-hmm. know all
2: too well, where you can be really, really stickler and it's this, and I'm only going to do this. And then you lose, but then you can't keep it up. Mm-hmm. You know, something about acknowledging that balance that you're talking about, where you're saying, my plate's going to be a little bit smaller. I may not yet have all the things in there that would make everybody else feel like I'm the good weight watcher or the person who, but for me, this small win, you know, that you consider small, but I consider huge is mm-hmm. putting me on the path because it's something that I'm learning how to consistently do. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I know is important for myself is focusing on those consistent wins. Yeah. But expecting that I'm going to have those days that are not wins. When I say wins, they're not perfect. They're not mm-hmm. blue dot in the Weight Watchers world. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a bad day. It's a, it's anything but. I'm going to mm-hmm. have that week that has um, 200 points in the negative. Mm-hmm. But,
1: you know. Yeah. That consistency piece. You were, um, I don't know if you mind sharing this, but you were talking about Isaiah and his potty training. Oh, yeah. And how you made a shift from saying like, He's potty trained because more often than not, he's going he's like, to the potty. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, you're so right. Like I,
2: I would, I would say I was so surprised at how much that little boy and his potty training has taught me about my journey and my life, and even the non-scale victories. Because <laughs> you know he's officially potty trained now. Like I can say that with confidence. Like he he tells me when he has to go. And he goes, does he have accidents? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that something that I berate him for? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But I can confidently tell somebody else that they were to say, is your son potty trained that he is. Mm-hmm. But it started with a choice that we made to say, okay, look, we're done with the pull-ups. Like you're, 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 you're potty trained for better or worse. Like mm-hmm. we're going to make it through it. We know that there's going to be these bumps, but, but mm-hmm. we're going to have to figure this out. And he's responded in kind to knowing that we have now made those changes. Yeah. And I thought about when we talk about ourselves and our weight loss, right? Do we say confidently, I am on plan. You know, I mm-hmm. have changes. I am a person who cares about my health and my body. And I just make choices that make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And know that the only standard is more often than not. That mm-hmm. we're doing those things to reinforce those habits. Yeah. So, you know, last week I'll share I um I lost five pounds this week. Um, for, and the reason why I brought that up is because it was a week where I was more often than not making choices that just made me proud. Right? Like mm-hmm. I was exercising. I was on it with my water. I was on it with all the things. But maybe you know there was a day in there that I I certainly went over. Uh, I My hub- husband's 40th birthday and we went to Fogo to Chow. And I don't know if anyone knows that restaurant and it was like a steakhouse and they just keep bringing out all this food to you. And like they have this huge salad bar. But while it's good, you're really there for like the meat. You're not there for the
1: salad. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're like, OK, let me get the Caesar salad with extra gr- dressing. But it didn't it didn't eliminate all of the other good things that I did in the week. And I was mm-hmm. able to have a loss and to feel proud of myself. Mm-hmm. So. That to me is the validation that we need to continue going. That was the non-scale victory because mm-hmm. I think I told um, you and some of my other accountability partners, I said, here's my honest tracker. Mm-hmm. This is me honestly saying this is what I ate and this is how much I ate. And, you know, I don't feel guilt about it. I just was mm-hmm. accountable for it. That's yeah. the non-scale victory. And that's what's going to help me during the holidays. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, didn't you also have a major non-skill victory with some um, infamous cookies? Oh, my God! Oh, that's
0: right.
2: <laughs> now, that was the biggest non-skill victory of them all because I told you guys, you all may have seen it on the Instagram or on our Facebook group. I said no to crumble. When I tell you guys that these crumble cookies are like heaven. And they're, fluffy. they're fluffy and full of butter, and every bad thing, okay, that you could think should be in a cookie is in that. And it's Mm -hmm. glorious. And they don't lie about it. They're like, look, it's 50,000 points. (laughs) Eat it if you want to. We're not changing it. Mm -hmm. We don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. a fourth of a cookie is 12 points. A fourth. (laughs) Eat it if you want to. You're like, well guess I'm going to have to have 84 points today, but (laughs) someone bought them for my husband for his birthday and they were in the house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh no, this is, this is just wrong because normally I would have annihilated all of them. Mm -hmm. I would have gone in the bathroom and been like three-year-old get (laughs) away from me. Cause you know, they tell on you kids tell on you, (laughs) but I I didn't, I reached out and I posted on the Facebook group and I said, this is wrong y'all. It's so wrong that it's here, but I gave them away to my to my parents and to our neighbors. They were happy. Yeah. And I was able to kind of stay within my point. So that's what I chose that time. And I did make a point to say, there's nothing wrong if you choose to give into
1: it from time to time.
2: It's just not Mm -hmm. what I chose to do. So
1: And knowing at the end of the week that you lost five pounds versus, you know, would it have been worth it to eat the cookies to potentially not have that loss? Like probably not. I mean, the the challenge in the moment, as hard as it was for you, it was probably so worth it because you had the result on the scale because of yeah. all the other hard work you did during the week. Yeah.
2: My question for you, Ricky, because this is something I do still struggle with and I'm trying to mm-hmm. use it as a, as a victory throughout this holiday is when we have given in, whether it be we have the specialty drink. Cause I know you're big on like the fall holiday things and yes. it's something that may have been unexpected or something that you may have guilt over whether you should or should not. Cause we still have the guilt. Like we, I know mm-hmm. I still label foods good or bad. Like I did with the crumble cookie. I still, you, you can tell me all foods are good, but that's it's hard for good. me to believe that when it's 12 points for a fourth of a cookie, I know that that's, that's not great. the best choice. How do you allow yourself or give yourself that grace? Do you still struggle with giving yourself that grace when you've made choices throughout the day that Mm -hmm. you may not be proud of and not allow it to affect the rest of your week?
1: I think it's getting easier. It's still hard. I mean, I definitely had one of those days this week where you know it just felt like the stress eating was getting to me at work. And I went to the vending machine. I hadn't been to the vending machine all year. (laughs) And I went to the vending machine um, and I pressed the button to get Pop-Tarts. The machine just said, you know, no, maybe it was God saying no. And the Pop-Tarts got stuck. Um, (laughs) And then I still decided like, I'm going to have something sweet. Like I, I was on a mission. So I still, you know, got something sweet on the way home. But I also knew that I was sick during the week. I had a lot of things going on. It was, you know, just that time of the week where it was just very stressful and I allowed myself to have that sweet thing. I tracked it. Um, I shared my tracker with my accountability people and I just moved on. And I think that's something that, you know, I I didn't lose this week. I had a losing streak for the past, I think five weeks and I gained this week, but I'm moving on from it because I've been so reinforced and so excited about seeing the scale go down and, and not just that same, I'm going to work. There's been multiple days. My pants have just not stayed up <laughs> and, and I'm still in between the sizes. So it's like, I'm still wearing them, but that like, that is reinforcing enough to keep going. I have a trip myself coming up in, in October. yeah, And I want to have that same excitement that that my friend had about the the plane. And I don't ever want to feel that way getting onto a plane and not knowing, being anxious the whole time. Am I going to fit in this seat? Am I going to take up too much space to my neighbor? And I think that is in the back of my mind when I have days like that. Like, this is why we keep going forward because we're not going backwards.
2: You know, I, first off, that's a, that's a non-scale victory right there to say, Hey, I have enough momentum right now that even if I've had some things that have happened that I might not have been super proud of. I'm not going to allow that to continue to derail me because mm-hmm. I have these goals. You know, I've recently shared that I am cancer free, you know, we knew that back in February, but you know, I having scans and then it, a doctor telling you again that you definitely are is a yeah. great feeling, but to do that I had to get into this MRI machine. And when I tell mm-hmm. you as a bigger girl getting into a breast MRI machine, somebody posted on my Instagram and said, it's like shoving like a great Dane (laughs) into something that's made for a chihuahua. Like it's Mm -hmm. like very uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. And weight loss helps with the amount that you're having to be stuffed. You feel like you're being stuffed Mm -hmm. into something and I'm already claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I'm using as motivation is I have to have these scans every six months, maybe not MRIs, but other things. And Mm -hmm. I don't ever want my weight to be something that hinders me being able to, to do things that are good for my health or to be monitored, you know? And so that, that it was just a very sobering time for me to say you have been given not only this new lease on life, but you can really affect change and I can no longer use the excuse that my body won't release weight. Mm -hmm. Having a week like last week where I'm like, This is what happens when you stick to it, not perfect, but just honest and consistent with sharing and not hiding and dealing with those emotions that you feel other people feel. Because a lot of the reasons why I hide is usually because I feel like other people are judging me.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
2: when I have like accountability partners or I'm doing stuff, I don't want to be judged for a 200 point day. But it's mm-hmm. important for me to track because that's the non-scale victory for me. It keeps me being able to move forward, to own it, and to keep going. Exactly. And to not let a slip become a slide, mm-hmm. you know? which can happen a lot during the season. So mm-hmm. I'm just hopeful for both of us that we, you know, continue on that thing. Because you have your trip in October. I have mine in November.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. be comfortable. I mean, I think sometimes you get to a point where you're, you know, just frustrated and you, you don't know in the moment, you know, that it's going to take a lot of work. So you kind of have to prepare yourself that eventually I'll get to the point where this won't be hard, but in the meantime, there's things I have to do to continue moving forward. And I think that's, that's the part where if you, if you get that, you can just keep the the goals and the, the things in your head that, you know, will like the routines that will help you get to where you need to go, whether it's, I don't want to walk, but I want to put my shoes on and I'm going to walk this week or I'm going to get on the bike at 445 in the morning, at least a few times this week, because if I don't, it'll be harder to meet that goal when that time comes. Yeah.
2: Or even what I love you did with the step dog. I'm not going to say that I have to do 10,000. I'm going to put eight and that's what I'm going to do. Making it customizable to yourself is also a form to me of self-care and honesty that helps you continue. Because it's not about if somebody else has their step goal Mm -hmm. at 15,000. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be proud at eight. I can be proud at 10. You can be proud at four. Everybody's different. And not going back to our step bed again, but it just makes me so excited because that's why they tailor Mm -hmm. the steps to you as a person. And based on whatever you use to track your steps, um, for me with my Apple watch, you know, it does fluctuate throughout the year. Sometimes when I'm really, really, really on it, my step goal may be higher because Mm -hmm. I'm in better shape or I was more consistent. When Mm -hmm. I'm in times where I'm lower, my step goal is lower. Yeah, so I want to do that with my mindset too. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm really on it, and sometimes I have days where I want to eat the world. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that I have to keep it going because that's always what's tripped me up. Mm -hmm. I've let days become weeks, become months.
1: Yeah, and I, I mentioned that I was sick this past week, and this week happened to be the one week that I gained out of the past like five or six weeks, something like that. And other than being sick, the only thing that was really, really different was um, I didn't work out in the mornings. And I kind of broke that habit because I, I listened to my body. I said, you know, I, I was going to work. I went to work every day. I took a COVID test. I wasn't sick. Wore a mask at work. Mm-hmm. It was just, a would say, a mild cold. but I, And I worked through it. But in order to do that, I had to get my sleep in. And that involved not working out this week. I did take one walk during the week. Um, but I, I attribute my weight loss to a lot of things, the, the honest tracking and the consistency in the behaviors. But I think the the workouts have played more of a role in it than um, maybe I even expected uh, based on even things I've said before, you know, like you can't out, you, you can't outwork out a bad diet. That's still true, but that doesn't mean that a workout is worthless. And I think sometimes I the all or nothing thing mm-hmm. tells me, okay, if I can't outwork out a bad diet, then I'm not going to work. It. <laughs> no, that's not what that means. Um, so I'm excited to get back into that routine. Because like you're saying that consistency, yeah, even before you see other things like, you know, the primary thing we're looking for with Weight Watchers is our weight. But before you see those other things, that consistency and the improvements you can make with with workouts, whether it be walking or, you know, just getting on a bike or whatever it is for you. I think you can see those improvements and and the effects they have on your journey.
2: And it's so motivating, you know, because even with the five pounds, it might say, well, what, what difference did you see? I felt a difference in how mentally I felt clearer, my blood pressure. I think there's just things that happened even with just in a week,
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: I think that if we allow ourselves that time and what I love that you said is you're releasing what happened last week and saying, okay, well, this is lessons learned. Okay. I need to exercise is important. I was sick. I gave myself grace. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's not
2: like you're letting it transition into a new week. Mm-hmm. And saying, I can't believe it because that used to be me. I cannot believe I did that last week. Mm-hmm. How could I be so stupid? I had a streak going. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the streak is broken. I had lost all this weight and now I gained a pound. I can't believe I. And it just can become, you know, a trajectory that I don't want, you know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm upset. So now I eat because I'm upset. And now I gain again the second week. And then I'm like, oh, what's the point? See, let me regain. Mm-hmm. Sort of saying, so what? And that's my therapist's favorite thing to do. She just looks at me and goes, So, I'm like, I had a cookie. She's like, Okay. I'm like, You don't understand. Like, I didn't plan for it. And she said, Okay. So what? Did you track it? No, because I don't want my tracker to know. Well, why don't you track <laughs> it and get over yourself because your body knows. And right. Move on and mm-hmm. let's have dinner because we're not punishing ourselves because we ate something. Right. And let's drink some water and then let's go to sleep and then let's just keep going. Mm -hmm. That sounds easy, but for people like me, that can be tough. Mm -hmm. So the non-scale victory that I'm looking for is to continue to do that with myself when I slip, not if, because I'm going to slip.
1: Yeah, we're all human.
2: It's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. running towards those uncomfortable feelings that are usually just made up lies in our head that everyone's judging you, Mm -hmm. but most likely Nobody really cares. Even if they look, they may go, dang, you ate a lot today. Well, anyway, (laughs) let's move on. Don't be like me and join 15,000 Weight Watcher centers when there were 15,000 Weight Watcher centers
1: (laughs) back in the day.
2: Back in the day, where you could go to like a different center in every county, you know, because you're running away from a receptionist thinking that they're judging you when they don't even remember your weight two minutes after they weighed you in. Like that thing I had, I was like, oh, you don't know how much I weigh anymore? They're like, I, one told me, I got, I don't even remember your name. I don't, Mm -hmm. sorry. (laughs) But in my mind, she's judging me. She can't believe that I gained three pounds this week. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. care. So (laughs) I love chatting with you about this topic and I'm looking forward to you you all. Please share with us. What are some of the non-scale victories that you have experienced, you know, on your journey, even maybe now or that you found during the holidays or that you focus on, tell us in our Facebook group. You can find us at real WW talk to us there. We also would love for you to connect with us on Instagram, real WW talk. We're also on connect. You'll see our handles that are going to be in the show notes. I'm trying to get better with posting on connect because it's really, really, they've done a great job with kind of overhauling it. And um, it seems to be a very, very positive place with a lot of interaction that's happening. So if you're on connect, you'll probably see more of us. (laughs) Um, That's my commitment. Maybe that'll be my non-scale victory is to post more on connect. Um, But you can also find us on YouTube. If you want to see our lovely faces, you won't see Aaron this week, but you can see all the previous episodes. Like I said, we're a hoop and it's (laughs) always great to put a face with the name. Um, but, yeah, so we will see you. Please don't forget to join our step bet if you want to. It starts October first, six weeks, forty dollars in. You are betting on yourself. Mm-hmm. You are going to hit your step goals. And if you do, you get to split the pot with the other winners. And if you don't, we take your money. But we're not going to have any losers. We're not no. in this community. we are going to we are going to share and support, and it's going to be a great time. This is yeah. like this is our fun. So yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So we will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.